Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited and happy that folks are finally, I think, coming to my way of thinking. When we talk about sports and the talent that we have in coaching, I have said this for at least the last 15 years. And I'm not moving off the stance. Recycling old coaches is whack to me. I'm not going to sit here and say that people don't deserve second chances or third chances in coaching. But then after that, it becomes this, like, what are we doing here? We shouldn't get these same old names trotted time and a time and time again to try to win, especially in the professional ranks. We talk about living in a country where you love people that pay their dues getting their opportunities. How many times do we see coaches that get to their fourth or fifth stop? They just don't have it anymore. And all they're doing is it's just about their name, right? Look at Milwaukee right now with Doc Rivers. Do I think that Doc Rivers is the answer for the Milwaukee Bucks? No. And I say that emphatically, no. Milwaukee is flawed because they're not as good defensively And it's not because of Adrian Griffin. It's not because of Doc Rivers. It's because they traded Drew Holiday to the Boston Celtics. That's the issue there. So that can't be be corrected. You don't have to always recycle old coaches to get where you want to go. I've always said that there's plenty of talent out there. You just got to find it. And there's no better example then right here in Minnesota with Wolves head coach Chris Finch. 
He was somebody that Gerson Rosas, who we should still give a lot of props and kudos to, Gerson Rosas, that was his guy. He plucked him from the Toronto Raptors, brought him here midseason, and I know it wasn't popular because we all love Ryan Saunders, but Chris Finch has been awesome. He and his staff will be coaching in the NBA All-Star Game representing the Western Conference, and that's great. He is evidence that if you give somebody a chance, that they can do well. Heck, Adrian Griffin was 30-13 and as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, and they fired him for Doc Rivers. And look, I'm not hating on Doc Rivers. I I love Doc Rivers. But what are we doing? I, I just hate that we are in this this mode still of thinking, well, we got to go get that that Hall of Famer or that established name to get where we want to. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, you could try that. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed to work out. But you could try it. Like, right now, you look at this. And we could take reaction at 651-461-9226. People are looking at Bill Belichick. And they're saying to themselves, huh, Bill didn't get a job? Well, a couple things. I think that the biggest reason why Bill didn't get a job is because you know who's not going to be your quarterback? Tom Brady. I think there are a lot of people that are questioning, was it Bill or was it all Brady? And then secondly, I think that people are looking at Bill and they're kind of like, maybe it's his time. He's not in his prime. There are young, talented guys out there, which I've been preaching. <laughs> maybe we just we, we just got to do away th- with the the random old guys. And, and, and look, we saw it happen too with Bill Parcells. Remember, he had he had a, a bunch of different jobs. Yep. You just got to get to a point where you got to go after who you deem and select as a good assistant. Just because an assistant coach or young person doesn't work out doesn't mean that there aren't good young assistants out there or that you got to go get the Hall of Famer that's been coaching for the last 40 years. Yeah. It just means that maybe the person you plucked wasn't a good fit for your organization or they just aren't up to the task. But to think that in coaching, you got to go the recycle route, the recycle route. The recycle route. Ask the Pittsburgh Steelers about the success that they've had with Mike Tomlin. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, the Rams with McVay. I love the fact that you go with young guys. Are you a recycle guy? No. What I mean, about I've, the- been, I've been hearing all week about how the Dallas Cowboys are going to be different with if Mike Zimmer lands this defensive coordinator job with, with, with the Cowboys. <laughs> You know how tired I am about hearing about that? Because And you know do you know who the other candidate is that this this I've not heard that no. they're saying so Zimmer's one. Mm-hmm. The other name who actually interviewed the day before him, yeah. Ron Rivera. I mean, come on. It's it's a vicious carousel of coaching. What are we doing? Oh, and by the way, what is uh what was Doc Rivers' record when he was named the all star head coach for the Eastern Conference? 
Yeah, not good. Below one 500. One and two. <laughs> like, Below 500. Come Which, on, man. I think that in itself. Even he laughed. He, even he's self-aware enough to laugh at that. Like, let, come on. Let, let's be honest. That's ridiculous. Yes. The guy gets a job, and within a week, he's saying the all-star head coach. Yes. Like, what? What are we doing here? Uh, Is there any rhyme or reason to that? That Does that make any sense whatsoever? A good example of this would also be um, Sean Payton. Mm. Like, yeah, Denver made some strides this year. They made progress. I would not give a lot of that credit to Sean Payton, though. I think there's a lot of dysfunction between coaches and players in that organization right now that is far beyond what a head coach can fix for a team. And I don't think Sean Payton is going to lead the Denver Broncos to a Super Bowl championship. They just went with the shiny quarter that was still on the table and said, hey, come coach our team. We are massively in debt right now with money, but come coach our team. And that's a perfect example of this coaching cycle that everybody's in where, you know, sometimes you get it right. The Wolves did for a while get it right with Tibbs. But did they really, though? Like, did they really? They stayed afloat. I mean, it's better than Rick Adelman. They went to one playoff. I know. Okay. That's better than we had for about 10 years. Okay. Rick Adelman wasn't the answer, obviously. So hasn't 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 uh, Chris Finch been to the playoffs every single year? I'd have to look. That I'm a, I'm almost positive. Maybe I don't well, know. Yeah, I mean the last couple of years they were in the postseason, and okay. now they're, they're going to be in the postseason again this year. Well, yeah, and this year's it's a different topic, but this year is beyond like what has happened in the Wolves organization. I think in history, in my opinion, this is something just well. Hold on, he, he, he ain't exactly yeah. flip yet. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, We're not what, go down what, that path. What, what Flip did in 2004, yeah, clearly was big time. And, and and what he what he could have done, you know, before his untimely passing, who knows? Um, I because I love I love Flip, Flip Saunders. Flip is the one that went out and got cat. Yeah. So like that's and obviously you know it's been a bumpy road, but it's paid its dividends for sure. He's. When he's on his A game, he's one of the best big men in basketball. Do I think that Chris Finch has the opportunity to be the um, the best coach in Wolves history? There's no doubt. Yeah, like there's no question. Like he's already covering that path. He's right already yeah. going down that road. Yeah. Yes, yep. and, and we all love Flip. Love Flip Saunders. Yes, knew him personally. Yep. Um, play play basketball at his house. I think you told me once. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The barbecues, man. Oh, yeah. We're hanging out. I'm oh, tra- yeah. traveled to stay with Flip, man. Went to. <laughs> Well, hanging out for weeks in Alexandria, hanging out yeah. for weeks in, in Hutchinson, Minnesota. Like, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I miss him and Rob Babcock and all those guys. But he definitely has an opportunity yeah. to be that best coach in Timberwolves history. What's, now, what's, now, what's now, another, what's now another... some people will say real quickly, some people will say, well, you're not saying much. <laughs> I, I think the flip is, is one of those greats, though. You've got to give him his problem. What were you gonna ask me? I'm just I'm just wondering like what is the I'm, I'm, you just mentioned the Steelers. They also signed a guy recently that just was not good as far as results in Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. He's now their OC. I'm talking about head coaches. I know. I'm just saying. Like the reason why I brought the Zimmer thing up is he's a name that's been a head coach. So they like. And he's a defensive head coach, obviously. That's why it just didn't work out here. For what's one of the reasons why it didn't work out here? Um, I just, I think people need to start kind of taking the NFL-ish trending route and go with the younger people, like the Sean McVay's, 
the I'm blanking on like the younger head coach. Like obviously, um, well Mike, we got Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel yeah, from yeah, yeah. Miami. That's where yeah. I was going to go yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just and the Belichick. The, the, the my theory with the Belichick thing. I, I feel like I'm not alone on this take. Is it's not because he won so many Super Bowls. It's the same reason Zimmer got let go. It's the same reason a lot of coaches have gotten have let been let go is because this is becoming a faster paced game and a younger it, the game has changed in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I think the game has passed Bill Belichick by. And that's why he didn't get an offer from anybody because they everybody's no, everybody knows exactly what you pointed out. We need to be trending younger. And, use, and he doesn't have Tom Brady. Yes, yes. Yeah, there are a lot of question marks, I think, that people have about Bill Belichick. Yeah. Do, do I think that Bill Belichick could, could eventually get another job? I'm not sure. He didn't get in this cycle. It's tough. So so maybe maybe it just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, we've been talking about this, the, the winter. Well, it hasn't even really been a winter. It feels like it's been spring the entire time. There is a downside to all of that, but a little bit of good news on the back end, too, which I'll explain next year on The Lake Show. All right, what's the good news and the bad news with this (laughs) unseasonable warm weather? Well, earlier today, I saw in the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune, Tim Harlow, that they're talking about with this warm weather, ticks are back. No one wants to hear that, right? The Metropolitan uh, Mosquito Control District said a tick was spotted in Dakota County with reports of ticks in other counties, too. That's not good. That's not fun. And according to um, Alex Carlson, spokesman for the um, for the agency, says we expect there will be out just about everywhere in the next couple of days with temperatures in the 50s. You got to remember now, deer ticks um, cause can cause Lyme disease. That's the most common of the tick-borne illnesses, according to the Metropolitan Mosquito Control District. So that's not good news, but we're going to deal with it, right? So there's the downside of the temps and stuff. There's something that I do want to say I'm happy about because I thought that this might not be a thing because whenever you have the temps be what they are and we're used to winter events, how many winter events have been canceled? A ton. A ton. Well, the cross-country World Cup that is coming to Minneapolis – February the 17th and 18th is, is on. It's it's happening. Because I think a lot of people thought that it was well, it was kind of up in, up in the air because of the weather and the lack of snow and all this stuff. But the Lopen Foundation, they got the thumbs up from the world organization that, that is all about this. And that will be taking place. And I, and I mention this specifically because this is a win. When COVID hit... They missed out the last time around, dude. So think about that. Think about being in a situation where potentially, potentially, you'd miss out again? 
How bad would that suck? Really bad that you try to pull off a World Cup, a World Championship here in our state, here in our city, and then at the very last minute you got to scrap it? It's been a weird, weird, weird winter. Super weird. Yeah. And and look, I'm I'm a person that has had no issues with how warm it's been, but I also understand and sympathize with those people that have had to deal with the lack of the cold temps in the winter outdoor. Like if if your organization or your business is reliant on it being cold, if it's reliant on snow, sucks. This would have to be one of the worst winters ever. Yeah, it's I've I've heard of so many people not They've been having to do some of these side hustles and stuff like that just to kind of get by with, like, like people that do snow removal, snow plowing, snow Isn't that a side hustle, though, too, for the most part, for most people? You make good money. If I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, and then you don't have to necessarily do much during the summer. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what MnDOT pays. Oh, really? I don't know. I work in radio. <laughs> I do, too. I'm right with you. We're both on the same show. I don't make that much money either. Yeah, but you're an entrepreneur. You're you're a big shot. You have every opportunity to be an entrepreneur too. I'm only thirty one. You can be my, your my own life boss? is over. My life is over. <sighs> it's all you're, over. Dude, all... you're just a baby, dude. <laughs> no, I You've done nothing yet. It's it's been a weird you still got milk on your breath. <laughs> is that milk or alcohol? I don't I can't tell. Um <laughs> depends on your age. Yeah, true. <laughs> um Yeah, it's been a weird winter when it comes to you know, people going on the ice and people like I've heard. I think I heard in the news earlier with uh, with Laura. Nine people have had to be rescued this month alone because in the past month alone, just because of not great ice. And now you have situations where events that kind of rely on this kind of thing are right up against the wall when it comes to Mother Nature just having a weird off. You know, very hot-tempered winter. Uh, I, I just can't believe I saw fifty-four on the on the temperature gauge today. Well, fifty-four. Well, well, let me let me say this. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and and, and people can react if they'd like on the text line six five one four six one nine two two six. I do think that because of how unseasonably warm it's been, seeing people out on a lake is rather scary because we know how how warm it's been. Yeah. And we know how dangerous it can be. It's funny you bring that up. Saturday, I'm in Egan. And the I think that the body of water, because the area is, what, Lebanon Hills? There, yeah. there were people on the water there. And it was the oddest looking thing. I'm dead serious. Yeah. And it was warm this weekend. It's been warm the entire winter. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It, I was like, what? I was like, that just seems off. And there were a bunch of people. I said, let me let me rein it in. I wouldn't say a bunch. It looked like there were about a group of about eight or nine people on the water. And I was like, doesn't it seem like it's a little bit too warm to be out on any water right now? That seemed weird. Yeah. But I saw it nonetheless. Would you go out ice fishing or go out on any body of water right now? You couldn't pay me. No. Couldn't pay you? You couldn't pay me to do it. I, a, I can't swim. Million dollars? Do you got change for a million? I'll take I'll take whatever you got for a million dollars. No, I'm just saying you would do it for oh, a million. Okay. Um 
No, you do it a, a million. You do it for a hundred thousand. You do it for fifty. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to sell no, you short. I'm not going to sell you short like you're that. You're confusing my Super Bowl bet this week. Calm down. Calm down. No, I would not go on the ice. Would you go on the ice? What about six figures? No. For ten minutes. Ten minutes on the ice. Yeah. As but, long but, as, I'm, as long as I'm on the ice, like, that's the trick no, question. No, 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 not 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 like five feet on the ice. You like you got to go out on the ice. Oh, uh, I guess call me Jesus and I'll walk on water if you want me to. Oh. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I'm with you. It, that's how <laughs> that's, that's how warm it's been. It's yeah. it's making us think about stuff like that where you're just like, mm, no. I'm not sure that I would do that. No. When when I drove past that in that Lebanon Hills area, I was like, hmm. I was like, yeah, that's. That didn't. It seemed it a last, little bit. I think it was last week. Somebody totaled their four door F one fifty brand new by taking it on the ice. It's like, no, that's not good. What are you doing? That's not good. But yes, I'm so happy that the Lubbock uh, Cup is going to be able to, to happen yeah. um, yep. over there at Theodore Worth. Yep. That is going to be awesome. I'm so happy, and we're actually going to have the executive director uh, Claire Wilson. She's going to join me on the show here in the next week to talk about uh, what's taking place. Jesse Diggins, <laughs> she will be participating. That's awesome. The Olympian herself and, and uh, world champion, Jesse Diggins, will be a part of that. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, we'll take a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. And then let's talk a little hockey. We uh, did not catch up last week with Jesse Pierce, Bardown Beauty's podcast, as well as NHL.com. But we will do that next year on The Lake Show. Oh, man. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My apologies. I should have got this done. I'm going to apologize and be proactive about it, even though it's really on Josh. Josh knows that Jesse Pierce has an open. He knows that she has an open, and he's giving me this look of surprise. So I know he's feverishly right now trying to find the open, but it is really on him that he should have that open done for Jesse Pierce. Jesse, I apologize. Are you disappointed in Josh Wheeler? I mean, a little bit, especially when you're going with Shout, which is a goal song Minnesota Wild fans have not heard almost all season. It's like salt in the wound, Josh. 
get it together, my friend. But it's all right. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. I think he might. Point. I think he's going to try to get it done because to me, I just take great <laughs> pride in, in in us having the open ready. You know, I mean, yes. you you are the the regular on this show that has an open, and we're going to get to it right now. And there's no way that I'm not going to acknowledge the greatness of one Jesse Pierce. I mean, she's out. She's out. Maybe not. In particular, this winter, because it's so warm. But in winters where it's been extremely cold, she's out there in the begin- uh, in the bikini. She's doing it for the bit. I love that about her. And I also love the fact that she she's ride or die with Taco Bell the same way that I am, too. But let's talk about the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the All-Star break. L- let, me, let me rant and make a complaint uh, to kick off this segment, Jesse. I think yeah. that the – I think that this entire, like – all-star break for the NHL, it seems like it's the longest ever. Like, I'm a little bit ticked off by it. I I can understand that. They're actually going to do away with the all-star game next year in favor of a four nations. They announced that during this this all-star break. I mean, I'm I'm torn, right? On one half, did I enjoy 10 days off from the Minnesota Wild Hockey? Absolutely I did. It was so nice to not do a darn thing. But it also gets weird. I get antsy. I'm a girl that needs to be doing things 24-7, and not that my kids don't keep me busy when the Wild are away, but I'm kind of looking forward to getting back. And I think, especially for the Minnesota Wild, 10 days is a long time when you're down in the dumps like they have been. They need to be kind of playing more consistently. So it'll be an interesting game one back when they're in Chicago tomorrow evening. Yeah, well, uh, you know, speaking of uh, busy, it sounds like you're busy right now because I don't know, is that Emery in the background running the show? It sounds like somebody's somebody's running the show. play catch? It's catch, but I call it fetch because I throw it for her and she retrieves it for me. So really, it's not the catching aspect. It's more of a fetching aspect. But she's going to be an all-star athlete one of these days. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, so, wait, so hold on. So you're telling me catch or fetch is her jam right now? It's her jam right now, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Well, you, you mentioned that coming out of the all-star break, the wild, uh, you know, playing Chicago. Like, I, I think that. You know, we talk about the essence of time, and we got to be all about getting it revved up right now. Nationally televised game on TNT tomorrow night at 8.30. It's go time here as we kick off the second half of the season. Absolutely. There's no more time to really mess around. There's no more time to wait. The Minnesota Wilds have put them in this position, themselves in this position where they have a lot of ground to break up, uh, gain. Uh, they are just the fourth last – fourth. well, how do I say that, Lake? They're only three teams worse than the Minnesota Wild as right now <laughs> yeah. in the Western yeah. Conference. I feel you. I feel your pain. You know, you know, see, I've been on break too long. This is what happens to your brain. You forget how to speak when you don't do it for a couple of days. Uh, no, only the San Jose Sharks, Chicago Blackhawks, and Anaheim Ducks are worse than the Minnesota Wild in the West. So you got to really hit the ground running. Chicago is a team that the Minnesota Wild absolutely should beat. They come back and face the Pittsburgh Penguins, who aren't exactly the Pittsburgh Penguins of the Stanley Cup era on Friday, and then they go to Vegas, which Vegas has obviously the defending Stanley Cup champs. They're looking good right now, but, I mean, Minnesota needs to get two points no matter what. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, we're talking to Jesse Pierce from the Bar Down Beauties podcast here, uh, NHL.com as well, here on the Lake Show on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Uh, let's get into talking about um, what the conversation could be like approaching the trade deadline. I know that we have a little bit of time till we get to the trade deadline, but you know it'll be here before you know it. What are some of the, the things that potentially the Wild should be looking at and discussing and talking about to try to improve their team if they're to have any shot? I mean, that's kind of the thing. I, I look at the way that the squad is constructed. I look at the salary cap restraints that Bill Guerin obviously has had to deal with 
all season. And then I also look at a lot of the players and the protection that they have. There are only seven players that are not fully protected under no move and no trades. Now, certainly a player is able to waive that if Bill Guerin were to approach a guy and say, hey, I have XYZ team interested. Would you be willing to go? They could certainly do that at their, their discretion. But it makes me wonder how active Bill Guerin will become March 8th because the way that this team has positioned themselves, is it worth saving? I just don't know. I think the one area Bill Guerin could be active in is selling and getting those prospects, getting those future considerations, getting those picks to really build for the future. I don't think it's any secret right now that the Minnesota Wild, as it sits, are not built for a deep Stanley Cup run, whether that's this year or whether that's next year. But if you look three, four years down the road, which I know, fans, I get it. I hate to hear that, too. But things start to look a little bit better. You get those Suter and Parisi contracts off the books. You have Kirill Kaprizov coming into his own even more. You've got Marco Rossi, Brock Faber, who are a little bit older. Um, You know, things look really good down the line. So not that you want to kick the can necessarily, but if anything, I could see Bill Guerin possibly unloading a few players. Guys like Pat Maroon um, certainly are, are ones that cup run teams want to have on their team, some other players that they might look at. So Bill Guerin might sell, or he might just sit pat. He might say, you know what, here's what we are, here's what we're doing. Uh, good luck on the golf course uh, early in April here. I think you bring up a great point, Jesse, in that if this team doesn't get off to a good start coming out of the All-Star break, it won't matter. Like, like yeah. realistically, it won't matter. Like, we can sit here and we can talk about, well, what the possibilities could be for the trade deadline. Yeah, you might be talking about trade deadline, but you're talking about being sellers. <laughs> you're not right. going to be buyers at any particular point. But so we're going to have to see how the first couple of weeks play out. Yeah, I mean, and it's not only that the Minnesota Wild have to win. They need all these other teams to start losing. You need your Vancouver's, your Edmonton's, your Winnipeg Jets, your Dallas Stars, and obviously your Colorado Avalanche to start performing worse than they have been. And I just don't see that happening. The only teams that look like they might falter that currently hold playoff spots are the LA Kings who are kind of on a downward spiral. They just fired their coach the other day. Um, And then the St. Louis Blues who aren't good by any means, but they certainly hold on to that second wild card spot. So again, it's, it's some things that Minnesota can control, which is the win, but then they also need other teams to start to fall apart. And I just don't know if that's going to happen. Anybody in particular that maybe had a shaky first part of the season that you look at and say, hey, coming out of the break, they got to be on the money. They, they are, they're going to be the, the, the biggest or the key contributor for this team to, uh, to make a run. I mean, it's Kirill Kaprizov, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody noted how slow of a start he had, and he's a superstar. You're not really allowed to have that. You don't get that grace period. You're supposed to be good from out the gate. And now he's been absolutely tremendous heading into the break. He definitely found his own, whether he was dealing with an injury to start the year or not, um, hasn't been fully disclosed, but I think his, his entire game is back. It's not just the point production and not just the rewarding that he's get on, getting on the score sheet, but you're seeing him play with that more physical role. You're ski, seeing his skating stride, which is something that he's been so well known for, really come back to him. So I think it's him. And then I think it's also a guy like Matt Boldy, another player that had a very, very slow start found his way under John Hines, but again, it's kind of been up and down. And and Bowles is another player getting paid quite a bit of money to not have uh, an inconsistent season like he has. So those two guys are really going to be looked to to turn up the heat, get the scoring going, and uh, pull the Minnesota Wilds out of this two-game losing streak they're currently in. All right, so I got one final thing for you, and then we will let you go. Um, and this is just a very random question because I know that you are extremely proud when we talk about, oh, I don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> when we talk about hockey, even at the high school level, um, you are so proud of Matamidai hockey, and they were last year the Class A champions. 
Uh, are they doing good this year, or how is it looking? Not as great okay. as they, they have been. I think last year it was even kind of the underdog story. They went in, Warroad had been undefeated going into the championship game. I mean, Minnesota, or Matamita, excuse me, had to beat a lot of really good teams to get there. They were the and third seed. Of, yes, like they, they had to beat Hermantown. You know, they weren't this top dog number one team that they'd been in years past where they had won it. Um, you know, I haven't paid as close attention, even though I am a proud Zephyr alum. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think from what I have heard in the rumblings of the town, it's uh, it's been a little rough start. Hopefully they can pull it together because, yeah, that tourney's coming up real quick. Cannot I wait. I know. That'll be a lot of fun. All right, uh, Jesse, always a pleasure to have you on, and I'm glad that we were able to get the open there. Uh, open in there. I will uh, make that uh, make sure that uh, Joyce, not Joyce, but Josh is uh, dot a little bit. I called him Joyce. I called him, my, call him, Joyce I, I called him my mom's open, name, right? right? I you called know? him my mom's yeah. name, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and dock his pay for the evening. He's he's working uh, for free for all of us here at WCCO, but I, but I appreciate you joining us once again on the show. Always. You're the best, Lake. All right, take care. That's Jesse Pierce joining us here on the Lake Show. Yeah, you, you're working for free, man. I'm sorry. I mean, Josh or, or, or Joyce, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I called you my mom's name. I'm, my bad. No comment. You could be called worse. I, you I'm sure are you not have. wrong. I, I'm sure you have been called worse at some point. Yes. Yeah. Bullying is not fun. Yeah. No, I, I get it. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do headlines. That's next year on The Lake Show. All right. Josh Wheeler in for Christopher Tubbs. Chris Tubbs. Enjoying his birthday with the family. So Chris, uh, Chris Tubbs being out, we got Josh Wheeler doing headlines. Let's see what Josh, what you got? Well, it's like a Cold War era missile turned up inside a garage this past week in Washington. An inert rocket of the type used to carry a nuclear warhead has been found in the garage. Uh, uh, Bellevue, I think that's how you pronounce it, Bellevue Police responded Thursday to a report of a military-grade rocket in the garage of the home across Lake Washington from Seattle. Police said an Air Force museum in Dayton, Ohio, had called Wednesday evening to report an offer to donate the item, which a neighbor said he had been had been purchased at an estate sale. Uh, bomb squad members inspected the rusting object and found it was a Douglas AIR-2 or Air-2 Genie, previously designated MB-1, an unguided air-to-air rocket that is designed to carry a 1.5. Um, not even going to try the uh, weight measurement there, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was no warhead attached, and there was no rocket fuel, essentially meaning that the item is an artifact with no explosive hazard. Your do, do, do we know the – well, kind of scary probably when you see it. <laughs> yeah. But but how old was it? Does it say how old? Um, Does it say what year it dated back to? Let's see here. Let's check the old yeah, – n- nothing, yeah, the, the, nothing, nothing as far as a date. Okay. Yeah. The first thing I would think of is like, oh, boy, what do we have here? Yeah. Right, that's the first thing that. Would, but when you hear, you know, that there wasn't, you know, particular things that were attached to it, and yeah. it wasn't necessarily a danger, it makes you feel the good. best. The best thing I found was uh, they talked about how it was used. The last reported use of one was July of 1957. So I'm okay. assuming around that time. Got you. Um, a woman fell into a dumpster last week while throwing out her garbage and was later rescued from a trash truck. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat the first part. A woman fell into a dumpster oh, while fell throwing, in. Yes, okay, fell okay. into a dumpster while throwing out her garbage last week, and was later rescued from a trash truck that had compacted the contents while she was inside four times. 
Uh, neighbors, oh, her, wow. yes, neighbors heard her screams, and the trash compartment was equipped with a camera. The driver spotted the woman stuck inside. Oh wow! And called nine one one. By then, the driver Annie, had re- Annie, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. The driver had reportedly co- uh, compacted the op to four times. Uh, the Manchester Fire Department said in a news release, rescuers said it, uh, rescuers used a basket ladder to reach the top of the truck and lift her out. By then, she was standing, talking, and yelling, and that was uh, not alert enough to answer any questions. But uh, the woman was taken to a hospital after Monday's last Monday's misadventure. Her name has not been released four yeah. times. That, that's yeah, lucky. And you still survived. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky. Yes, that's so lucky. And I've you know working in retail, I've seen exactly how tight those things get. It is mm. no joke. <laughs> That's scary no, to think that's, about. That's though. it's very pressurized, and that even adds even more force to how much they can uh, compact it. I'm sure the truck is even more so. Oh, um, another story I found: uh, a woman survived a 1,500 foot fall in an avalanche in Wyoming. I and saw that survived. I saw that. I was like, "Whoa, boy!" Yes, yeah, search and rescue officials. Uh, search and rescue officials in Wyoming said they were able to rescue an injured skier who was swept downhill in the avalanche last Sunday. Uh, according to a news release from the National Park Service, the woman was one of five skiers on Prospector's Mountain in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. The mountain has an elevation of over 11,000 feet. The skiers were near the top of the Banana Co- uh, Collier, a uh, gully along the side of the mountain that is popular for skiing and located at an elevation of about 10,800 feet uh, when they tri- uh, triggered an avalanche. Not sure how you trigger an avalanche, but uh, all five skiers were caught by the avalanche, but three were able to stop themselves from being swept further downhill. A fourth was carried 500 feet. Oof. A woman was yeah, getting carried about five, uh, 1,500 feet, and luckily none of the skiers were fully buried by the snow. Three rescue volunteers from Teton County Search and Rescue and a pilot were summoned by Grand Teton National Park Rangers to help find the woman. And uh, secure her with a fixed rope connected to a helicopter. Uh, sure, uh, with a short flight to a waiting ambulance. So yeah, the rest, of, the rest of the skiers were able to leave the mountain by themselves. That's incredible. Yeah, I, when I hear the story, I'm just thankful that that people were able to be safe. Right? Yeah. That because it's scary to even hear about just going through a situation like that. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Between that and then the other one with the uh, the garbage. Com- compactor, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Both that's, of those situations are very scary. That's, yeah, severely injuring. Uh, the, the woman that got severely injured by the compactor, I can't even. Just, I, I heard Lucky that. to be alive. Yes, that's a, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. And uh, since we have about a minute here, I yep. will just kind of reiterate what we've kind of talked about a little bit pretty much all day today. Uh, Luton Lodge is no more for now. Well, we, we haven't we haven't gotten into it yet. Correct, correct. We're going to get into it next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Luton Lodge burned down. If you haven't seen the photos, check out WCCO's site, and yeah, we'll talk further on it next hour with uh, the, uh, one more hour of the Lake Show. Yeah, that's all I got for headlines. All right. So, so speaking of which, I'm glad that's a perfect segue. Great job from Josh Wheeler. Uh, the next topic here after the top of the hour break, we're going to talk to Michelle Truex. She is executive producer with Fox 9. Uh, and look, the Lucent Lodge, that's a big-time story. They had a fire. A lot of people are reacting to it. Um, 
and a lot of people kind of in their feels about it. Clearly, right? Like it's 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 a place that's loved, yeah. and um, the big story of the day is about the fire. We're going to talk to her about this because it holds a very special place in her heart. And so uh, we will dive into the Luton Lodge uh, situation that occurred earlier today with this fire, and we will do that next year. Final hour of The Late Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 